Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, IDP Army? Week 10 is almost fully in the books. We are on to week 11. Going to bring you our week 11 IDP waiver wire targets for your fantasy football lineup. It was an awesome week. Um, Thank you so much for being here with us. Got a great show ahead. Uh, Stick around and uh, hit that thumbs up button while you're at it. want to make sure we shout out to the patreons if you are a patreon subscriber thank you very much if you are a youtube channel subscriber thank you very much if you've just been rocking with us thank you very much we appreciate it we see you idp army it takes the whole squad so um let's just go ahead and jump right into it we had a few injuries that yet this last week um i guess i'm gonna start with the one that we've known about for a while chase young was not activated from injured reserve or was or did not active did not activate in uh, Chase Young from injured reserve. So I'm not really counting on him to even come back this year, honestly. And if he does, I'm probably not going to be playing him. So hopefully you've moved on from him at some point now. Uh, Dynasty, you might want to look into him if he gets cheap enough in the offseason. Uh, Drain Greelaw got ejected last night. Um, Emmanuel Ogba tore his tricep, I saw. Uh, that's not good. I saw um, Van Ginkle was out there, and I kind of wondered if he was out there um, because of that or something like that, you know, so – Keep an eye out for Van Ginkle on your waiver wire. I haven't highlighted him in the waiver wire segment, but uh, he is somebody you probably need to be, be looking around for. Um, Jalen Phillips as well. Bradley Chubb, good thing they have him now. You know, that depth, if they're going to push into the playoffs, get him in their system early. Almost like a, like a Von Miller move last year with the Rams where they brought in a guy who are like, okay, maybe, just maybe this guy can close out a game for us. And that can be a big difference maker down the stretch. So if Miami continues not that they have anything left to prove really i mean they're they're a ferrari been saying for a while i mean you don't have to peek under the hood it's obvious um they're lighting people up left right and center so good on them bad for emmanuel ogba one of our favorite sleepers going into the year another edge player we're probably going to be without for a little while quitty pay had an ankle injury in this this last week um did not return to the game so not great tremaine edmonds also left um so tough week for injuries. It's that time of the year where you're going to want to watch your waiver wire. You're going to want to see who's been dropped. Even some guys and gals that maybe are guys, I guess, uh, exclusively uh, that have been dropped in the past few weeks that we maybe have covered. They might be on your waiver wire. I spent some time last night looking over some dynasty waiver wires this morning, looking over some. There's definitely some players out there that you're going to be able to get a few good weeks out of down the stretch, uh, as well as some players that we're just going to like 
obviously choose to highlight today. But I would say just just be aware. There's probably guys out there that shouldn't be on waivers that won't be mentioned in waiver articles, shows, etc., threads that you're going to be able to find on your particular waiver wire. So I would say do not underestimate the value of that. Uh, let's go ahead. And before we do get started, do me a favor. There's a link in the description below for both our podcast feeds. If you found this on YouTube, uh, you know that podcasts are not easily, super easily discoverable yet in any podcasting platform. So if you go down there, click the link to both of those, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and review. That would be dope. If not, that's fine too. We're happy you're here. This next week, we do have a buy for, you know, a few teams. I told a lot of people not to play Christian Kirk yesterday. Sorry. I'll just get that out of the way now. <clears throat> um, but Jacksonville Jaguars will be on by this next week. Miami Dolphins will only be on by this next week. The Bucks and the Seahawks will all be on by. Woolen, one of the early uh, in-season pickups for Weber Wire and a dynasty find, really, cornerback for Seattle. We'll be missing him. We'll be missing quite a few players from the Bucks that we like. Devin White had a two-sack game yesterday. Um that's why you keep him around. That's why you don't trade him away in Dynasty. If you did, hopefully you got a good return for him. I did. But um, not too happy about it. But life goes on. But if you have him still on your team, you were very happy about that. Um, Dolphins, we're going to be missing quite a few guys, honestly. You know, a lot of plug-and-play kind of slot guys that you guys you could put in. Jerome Baker, uh, you know, Ogba are going to be out for a while. Melvin Ingram had a nice game. Jalen Phillips has still got to keep an eye on uh, Javon Holland. Guys like that that we've been playing every week, they're going to be out of our lineup, so not every week for all of them and all your rosters, but Javon Holland for sure. Um, so we're going to be missing a lot of the ghost ghost guys this week. So just be, be nimble on your waiver wire is kind of my thought process this week. Uh, be aware of your waiver wire. I'll bring this down so you guys can, if you're watching on YouTube on your phone or whatever, you'll have a little bit better view of some of these notes. But shout out to Bomber for putting these notes together for us. I pulled them in over here. Um, Christian Harris, one of our favorite guys we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, two pickup, uh, got 100% snaps this week, 16 points, nine tackles. Not, you know, earth-shattering, but if you're going to get every down linebacker play probably the rest of the way, that's that's good. That's, that's something you want, you know, again, with bye weeks coming up, et cetera, to have a guy like that. If he's on your waiver wire, go pick him up. You shouldn't be. Uh, Frankie Louvu had another massive game. He's kind of been up – well, he's been up – mostly down for a little stretch there, but then he had a two sack game. He and Devin White both had two sack games in the middle linebacker position this week. Uh, so, you know, more Frankie Louvu hype, I guess. I've been telling people to play him, even though snaps were down a little bit. I'm convinced that he's the linebacker you want there over Shaq Thompson at this point, and I'm just okay with that. Cody Barton showed up this week after a down few weeks in a row here, two, three weeks in a row, really. Um, Played 80% of snaps. Yeah, Bombers got the notes in here. Previous weeks were 63, 51, and 43% of snaps. Had a decent stat line, nine tackles, and an interception. Yeah, I saw that inter- when I saw that interception happen, I was like, oh, the, the Cody Barton hive is they're back, they're ready. And they should be. That was a good, that was a good play for them. I was really rooting for Seattle yesterday. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Um, not like Shade and Tom Brady or anything, but it was a moment for Geno. It would have been nice for them to get that win. It was nice for Cousins to get his win. Um, Damar Hamlin, another good game. Can't be mad about that. Isaiah Simmons looks like they have, uh, he's finally kind of becoming someone we can consider starting every week. Jack Sanborn, Jason Bourne is kind of what we've dubbed him in our group chat. Uh, no Roquan, but Sanborn showed his potential Sunday. He has sack. I know for sure. Um, and I put, I post something on our uh, YouTube shorts and I think I post on TikTok too, of his sack, just a funny video. If you guys want to go check that out. But he's somebody that I didn't put in the waiver wire section, like of the actual targets, but he should be targeted if he's on your waiver wire right now. There's a decent chance he still actually is probably. So don't be afraid to hop onto that hype train, even though it is uh <laughs> even though it is uh it's already kind of barreling out of the train station. Hit the link, smash the like and subscribe button. Let's support your boy Jordan. What's up? Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Appreciate that infinite possibilities. All right, so he's got the ultimate question that everybody's on everybody's mind. Probably, you're gonna, you know, I'm gonna ask how did the IDP family do on your BDGE team this week. You'll be happy to know I went two and zero, oh, took uh took home a two point win over Jack Settlement at uh, Snapback uh, Sports. 
happy to do that. It was a pretty close game, but that puts my formerly undefeated team now at 10 and one or 11 or nine and one. Happy about that. We're still in the top 15 overall. And then my other team won. Now I'm in third place in that league, unfortunately. And there's a guy with the exact same record as me who has about 20 more points than me. So I'm still not in the bash. I'm still not bash bound with that one. But if he takes an L and I take a win, I'll go ahead of him and I'll be bash bound with that team. And if we each keep winning, I just need to kind of make up that point differential where I'm about 20 behind him. So I think we have two more weeks or three. So keep rooting for me, guys and gals. I appreciate you asking about it. Um, like I told Nick the other day, get get that corner office ready because uh, the IDP department's going to be robust. <laughs> All right. Other notes, Bradley Chubb, like I did mention, you know, he is there. It, luckily for them, now that we they did lose Emmanuel Ogba, they were already sort of prepared for that. So kudos to them for that. Devin Lloyd's snap share is going down still. I think, did he have that interception? Was that this week or last week? He's still a guy I'm happy to have on my team and keep playing. Um, you know, I think it's one of those things where it might just bounce around. So here are some of the primary targets for pickup this week. Patrick Peterson, I did want to highlight. He's having a, uh, a really, really, and you all saw the game yesterday where he picked off Josh Allen. But, I mean, even on top of that, he's having, for IDP purposes, he's only had one single-digit game or two. Okay, but we can make do with that at the at the uh, DB position. That happens to everybody. Terrell Edmonds had like two points yesterday. He's a strong safety. Um, but he's having multiple pass deflections a game. I was looking earlier. He's had like three in the last two games, and then he had like two the game before that and two the game before that. Those are premium plays. Uh, and on top of that, people feel like they can target him. They see old man out there running around, and he's getting good tackle numbers too. So he's getting multiple pass deflections almost every game. He's getting a good sack total, or total of not sack total, tackle total. You can see here four one four 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 three five three, and then coupled on top of that, you know I do. He had the two interceptions this last week, but he had an interception earlier this season, and he's hot right now. You know players, you know players can be streaky, so. He's out on the waiver wire, I'm pretty sure, in my league, this league I'm in right here. I'm going to be putting a claim in for him, uh, you know, and I know that that DB position can be tough this year. So I wanted to bring up Patrick Peterson as a guy that we definitely need to – and he's on the thumbnail. Shout-out to Pat P. Shout-out to the whole whole uh, Vikings kingdom out there, squad, cousins doing you all right. Um, we got Monty Rice for the linebackers. Zach Cunningham went back to IR unceremoniously yet again. Uh, after a couple of games. So pick up Monty Rice if you are looking for a linebacker down the stretch. DeMonte KZ and Robert Spillane, they're both kind of maybe sort of pick up and see what happens, guys. We all know Minka missed yesterday, or we don't, maybe we all don't know, but Minka Fitzpatrick missed week 10 with uh, appendicitis. So Devontae KZ came in, not a massive game, but he did have an interception. And I don't know like what the recovery time for appendicitis is. You know, I mean, they take out your appendix and they put stitches in you and it's lower body, kind of soft tissue, stomach muscles. So maybe he's out another week, you know, so maybe we get another week or two out of Devontae KZ. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I would, you know, he'd be a guy to, to look for. Robert Spillane, Miles Jack didn't really play yesterday. Devin Bush is kind of an afterthought. Robert Spillane comes up three or four times a year on the waiver wire show. Here he is again. I don't have a problem picking him up and playing him. I think he played like 60% of snaps or something yesterday. Um, so keep an eye out on him. Christian Harris, we've talked about him in the past. DeMar Hamlin, another nice game. We've brought him up the past couple of weeks as well. Jeff Okuda, pick six. I said on the show yesterday, don't discount Jeff Okuda because he's a cornerback. He makes his tackles. He plays downhill. That came to fruition whenever he picked pick six off of uh, my dude, Justin Fields. Um, and then Kirby Joseph, quiet game this last week, but still somebody to keep an eye on and probably going to be uh, uh, considered considered as a starter every week, you know, kind of going forward, depending on your, your situation, you know, team to team, player to player, you know, by week to by week, shall we say. If Bipocalypse could be different for everybody. Got, I got a few questions in the chat. Going to answer those, and then I'll kind of just ramble on about a few things um, that I kind of have in my notes over here about you know some player you know awards. Um, and there were other injuries too. Keep, keep your eyes out for those. I didn't get them all in here. 
before we got here. It says Infinite Possibly says last week someone said to pick up Jack Sanborn over AJ Klein. I did so and he got me 35 points as my reward. IDP Army is the best. There it is. That's a testimonial in the form of a big dub. Is that how you make a dub? Is that how you make a dub? How you make dubs? <laughs> there you go. Go get it. Jack Sanborn. Holy shit. You got to go watch the short. If you guys are watching this video still, the, the last short I put on the YouTube shorts feed is about him. It's kind of funny. Go watch it. I think it's kind of funny. Shout out to Bomber. He he insisted. He woke me up this morning, 530, calling me. He's like, you got to make this. Luvu and Fred Warner played two and got me another 54 points combined on the way to seven and three. Thanks, IDP Army. Yeah, we like I said, we love that for you. We love that for all of us. Uh, Fred Warner, you guys know I'm not a huge Fred Warner fan, but it's good to see him uh, treating the people right out here. So I'm looking right now at the overall leaders, total leaders on the season. Let me pull this out real quick. Um, would it shock you? Probably won't. Would it shock you to learn that as of this moment, this recording, Jordan Brooks leads the NFL in solo tackles. And he's got seven more than the next guy. He also leads the NFL in combined tackles. He's got 104 already on the season. Zier Franklin and Foyce Olakun are hot on his tail. And Rashawn Evans with 97, 95, and 95, respectively. Curious, though, about Jordan Brooks, and this has kind of been his thing. And, you know, was it this way last year, too? Let me double check. Only one tackle for a loss. I don't love that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I brought this up on the show last week with Leo, who came on the show. Shout out to Leo. Appreciate him, Master IDP. Uh, helped us out with some rankings conversation, but I look I look at guys uh, tackles for loss, and to me I I like to look at that as indicative of of future success to a degree. He had ten last year. He's only got one this year. Kind of weird that that's kind of not trending true, um, but it is kind of early still. I guess we'll have to see. Not early. No, it's not early. Mid season. I honestly would have expected him to have quite a few more tackles for loss. The guys after him on this list of combined tackles, Zier Franklin and Foyce Olakun have eight and seven tackles for loss. Interesting, curious. I don't know what you really make of it. Not all tackles are created equal. That's my opinion. You know, I mean, a tackle can happen 60 yards past the line of scrimmage or it can happen six yards behind it. They should be weighted appropriately and according in IDP fantasy, in my opinion. Uh, so just something to, something to cure, curious. Let's take a look at our sack leaders right now. See if anybody has surpassed Mr. Matt Judon. Nope, did not. No one surpassed Matt Judon yet. He still leads a league 11 and a half, uh, even though he's on bye this week. So kudos to him. That's pretty big. Sidari Smith hot on his tail, and then Nick Bosa got to nine and a half. Nick Bosa is playing, has played in one fewer game than the other two fellows. Alex Highsmith still started hot, still rolling. He was actually the number one DL player. Yesterday, if I memory serves me, had about 35 points, I think. And TJ Watt to return. Okay, not 35. 26 points, five tackles, two sacks, and a forced fumble. Not a bad game for Alex Highsmith. I did a video on him on the channel a couple of years ago. He didn't really come through that year, but he's been a total he's been totally beasting this year for everybody and anybody that picked him up early or even had had him sitting on your bench. Uh linebacker one here. I don't think that's accurate. Um, but let's take a look at where he is on. Yeah, he was the number one defensive line player for this week. Aiden Hutchinson, number two. AJ Epinesa, number three. AJ Epinesa got a kind of curious, a curious uptick in snaps. You can see the last three times he's hit the field: 19, 20, 22. This week suddenly hits 50 snaps, rewards his team with three sacks, a forced fumble. Or no, I'm sorry. Three tackles, one sack, and a forced fumble. How do you get twenty? How do you get twenty-four points then? How many tackles for loss did he have yesterday? That's what I gotta see. Or pass deflections. Y'all need to lobby sleeper to have them make those that data available here. Because all they have for us is tackles, sacks, forced fumbles. Touchdowns, interceptions. We need quarterback hits. We need tackles for loss. We need pass deflections. Please and thank you. Sack yards would be really cool too. Tackle for loss yards would be cool too. You know what I mean? Like, let's see what kind of a difference these guys are making on the field and see if we can even start referencing that in our um, 
offensive commentary. You know what I mean? Just a thought. Don't mind me. Just out here thinking. Don't tell anybody. Ruin my image. All right, let's see here. AJ Epinesa. I'm only looking up because I really want to know now. Um, if you look on the actual app, they'll show you. You can click into the week, and they'll give you a full breakdown. So yesterday, okay, here we go. AJ Epinesa had three solo tackles, one tackle for loss, one sack, one quarterback hit, two passes defended. That's what's not showing up here that really boosted his score because that's six combined points and a forced fumble. So that's pretty big. His to tackle for loss isn't showing up here either. So there's a, there's eight points that aren't really showing up in this general stat sheet right here, which is a third of his overall score for the week. So um, someone, someone lobby sleeper to fix that. All right, got some questions coming through the chat. Looks like we got a couple of good ones here. I'll make this a little smaller. I'll just probably take him out. I hate tight ends. <laughs> what a statement. Um, I played for, I played Fan Eggman Ingr oh, and Ingram while Atkins, Juwan, Johnson, and Noah Gray scored on my bench. Man, you got a lot of tight ends sitting around for someone that hates tight ends. I never get the TE streamers right. What is your strategy? My strategy is simple. And it's not, again, it's not conventional. I don't play bullshit games. I have Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey on basically all of my dynasty teams, period. I don't like tight ends either. I don't like playing in the game. And um, the ones I don't, I luckily, I have Dawson Knox, who's okay. I have um, Zach Ertz, who just got hurt yesterday, but he's been holding me over all right. Picked up Conklin. But, yeah, I mean, it's a tough game. My suggestion to everybody in Dynasty is always don't waste your – like the, the best Dynasty strategy to me is the less the better. Like I want a team that runs itself. How do you get a team that runs itself? You get players on that team that stay healthy and score points. Simple, consistent. You don't – a lot of you guys, you know, they think they're – we think we're on Wall Street. You know, they got spreadsheets everywhere. They got 40 screens up. There's live streaming. They're emailing, blah, blah, blah. Simplify it. I don't have to think, or Dallas Goddard, I don't have to think about my tight end position in almost literally in almost all of my dynasty leagues, my dude. I sleep really, it's easy to sleep at night. You know what I mean? Like it's not a it's not a big thing. So my suggestion is pay up, go get somebody. Right now, that person is Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson is about to just be a destroy worlds and faces. He is, he's going to. Uh, because Kirk Cousins, we saw what Kirk Cousins is made of. FYI, for anybody who's missed out in the last, I don't know, seven years, he's a motherfucking dog, okay? And he's got dogs around him, okay? That's the thing. He's always been the big dog, and he's had little pups around him. Now he's got big dogs around him. See what's going down. Eight and oh, or eight and one, whatever they are. Ball don't lie. Fourth and 18. You know who else is throwing a crazy fourth and 18 ball? Patrick Mahomes against the Baltimore Ravens, Tyreek Hill. That shit is that level of special, okay? I was watching this morning. Everybody's it, – it hurts them. They have to be held back by their masters in their ears. They got to make it about Justin Jefferson. And I, and they gave, you know, Kirk Cousins a little pub. But if we're talking 80-20 rule, it's like – and they make it sound like Kirk Cousins just lucky to be the guy who's playing quarterback. The offensive line, you know, Dalvin Cook, big run. Justin, I'm like, yeah, he goofed up at the line of scrimmage. He goofed up and, you know, he took a sack. Doesn't matter. Fourth and 18. A lot of Derek Carr, Derek Carr fucking throws that in the ground because he's so dumb. He's like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, he's just. Kirk Cousins is my king. That's all I got to say about it. And the bit is solidified so much with his Midwest Christian youth pastor dad doesn't cuss. You know, the whole bit, it's perfect, okay? And then they get him, and then you get him on a plane. He's flying through the sky in a tube. He can't get away. They take his shirt off. They throw chains on him, and you see he, he loves it. He's like, this might not be the real me, but in here somewhere, this is the real me. And you see that show up on the field. He's a dog. All right, Kirk Cousins, you need a PR person. Hit me up. <laughs> and that's how I do with my tight ends. I go out and I pay up for the good ones, straight up and down. Um, I think that's the best strategy. 
It allows you to do stuff with other positions. Is LB Leo Chanel going to be a thing? I don't know. You'd have he's a rookie. He might be. Um, hashtag pay up. Exactly. When it comes to tight ends, just pay up. And when I say pay up, I don't mean fucking draft Kyle Pitts either. Golly. People tried to make that the same. They're like, oh, if you pay pay up for Kelsey, why would you do that when you could just pay up for Kyle Pitts? What? Do you hear what you're saying? You're so entrenched in the bullshit that you somehow convinced yourself, each other. Y'all, you motherfuckers crazy out here. All right, I'm holding linebacker LB Terrell Bernard, a waste of a roster spot, or is he worth? I would keep holding him because we did see Edmonds go out with that groin injury yesterday. Uh, so he could have some positive momentum as far as his overall worth uh, down the stretch here. Let's take a little look. What he did yesterday. Starting opportunity awaits. That was last week. Dur, 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 dur. Yeah, I didn't get much playing time this week. But again, we like I said, we have Tremaine Edmonds. I don't know when he exited that game. Uh, now they don't say when he exited over here and what I'm looking at. Sorry, I thought I had this pulled up on the screen, guys. They don't say when he left the game over here. 30 snaps, it looks like. So he left probably by halfway through. They did not throw Bernard out there for much. Let's see if we can do some digging here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Did they play Dotson? Dotson ended up getting quite a better run. 
Okay, so maybe Dotson is the direct replacement. It looks like he is the direct replacement to Edmonds, and I guess Bernard's the direct replacement to Milano. I would still be hesitant to just flat out drop drop Terrell Bernard. Um, only two tackles too in a fifty snap performance. So who knows what's going to go down? I would I would be a little bit. I'll be slow to react to that. Maybe that's the best way to say it. Thoughts on Jeff Saturday? What happens to Josh McFinnell? What just happened? Uh, Yeah, yesterday was one of the best days of football we've had in a long time. Um, One of the best weeks of the season overall, honestly, between the Jared Goff and the Lions coming back and beating the hot, the flaming hot right now, Chicago Bears. uh, Crazy into that game. Obviously, we saw the absolutely insane ending to the Vikings game and the Bills game. People are dogging Josh Allen right now, which I think is so ignorant. They're like, oh, I wish he wouldn't have this attitude, blah, blah. He doesn't like to lose, and he can say whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Like, I got to play better. I got to play better. He doesn't want to talk to y'all. You know what I mean? Like, let him say whatever he wants. Don't be judgmental. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, is he getting a little – playing a little loose, shooting from the hip? Sure. That's the same Josh Allen that y'all used to fucking hate, Okay. And now when it's, you know, and then when it start going his way, you know, when he starts shooting bullseyes all the time, everybody loves it. He's the same motherfucker, okay? So don't don't be hating on him right now because the things that you're dogging him for right now are the things that make him great, that he is willing to take those chances. You know what I mean? Hats off to Patrick Peterson. Hats off to the Vikings instead of dogging Josh Allen. The Vikings team is good. I know it's hard for you to say you got a grimace through, you know, can't hardly say it, whatever, whatever. If there's a team, that that loss is much more commendable, respectable than losing to the Jets. You know what I mean? Y'all didn't really dog him too much for losing to the Jets. So what what, what you gonna what are you gonna do? Oh, thoughts on Jeff Saturday? I don't I don't I don't I didn't really get the whole like Jeff Saturday like memification of last week. I didn't get it at all. I don't get people's obsession with the Colts as a football team. I don't get their obsession with any of it. There's not much to watch there. Um, Jeff Saturday beat Josh McDaniel. I mean, I watch my kids fight every day. You know, it's it's. I guess it's entertaining, but it's just like I wish they'd grow up. You know what I mean? I'm happy for Jeff Saturday, but it also comes into question, like, from what I know, and it's just on Twitter, apparently he was just like a high school coach or something. I mean, what does that, what does that tell you about NFL coaches? I mean, these motherfuckers act like it's so hard to be mediocre. You know what I mean? It's like you have so much around you. Essentially, you're just like a figurehead. You're like a manager. You know what I mean? Y'all work regular jobs. You know, your manager, the one that gets all the credit and also blames everybody when shit goes wrong. So what do you want to say about Jeff Saturday? Good for him. Good for his win. You know, you beat up. I mean, I don't even know who they played yesterday. Who the Colts even play? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I am so disconnected from that franchise, that team, that narrative. Somebody tell me, because I'm literally sitting here Googling it, and I'm also doing a live stream, and y'all could just do it for me. Oh, they played each other. Perfect. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, Josh McDaniels, I mean, the whole – the whole. it just <laughs> – I don't know. I love it. I love that uh, Derek Carr's last-second antics and heroics, like, just aren't happening. Kind of like I love that Kyler Murray's bullshit isn't happening. He's like, yeah, I mean, they can do some things, but my favorite line, I say it a lot. So you had Kyler Murray a new weapon every six months. All right, Derek Carr just came off one of the best seasons he ever had. And you went out and got him his little butt buddy from college. And these motherfuckers can't win a football game. Okay? And you brought in this amazing coach, Jeff McDaniel, blah, blah, blah. You tell me what's wrong. Too much nepotism, too much bullshit. Same thing everywhere. Same thing at every level of society. (laughs) There it is right there, entrenched in the bullshit. Like, literally, I didn't even read that, and I was saying it as I read it. That's how much it is persuasive on a cultural level. You know it, I know it. That's what I think. I think if I keep fucking tweeting enough, and I keep doing enough shit, there's a chance I could be an NFL fucking coach. I mean, who knows? I don't know anything about football. But you know what? I can stand there and hype people up 
I can tell people when they ain't give me enough effort. You know what I mean? Like, if you give me a good enough offensive coordinator, I bet I could win a game or two. I could I could be the next Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, Jordan Reigns. I'd be real interested in the Colts if they called me up. <laughs> I sit here talking all that shit. Oh, Colts? Respect the hell out of that organization. Damn fine job y'all doing over there. Yeah, I can be in Indy in six hours. No biggie. <laughs> yeah, sing a real different tune. We'd be deleting this video and a lot of videos before it. Um, you think Sanborn's legit? Why not? I mean, he's young, rookie. Billy had a tweet on him in the summertime. Billy's my college guy. I trust Billy. Um, he sacked Jared Goff. I'll go watch the most recent short on the YouTube channel. It's not too bad. Turn into a little bit of a short savant. No big deal. Uh, I actually do think I'm turning into a thumbnail savant. What do you all think about this thumbnail? I did like one or two things a little different that I haven't done. Um, I think it increased the overall production value massively, personally. I'm really proud of myself. We got 17 folks in the room. Hit that like button. Damn straight. <clears throat> Every one of y'all. I appreciate it. You don't have to. But um, anyway, you all have any more questions for me? Um, I feel like this is a little bit top of the iceberg stuff, but we're getting to that point in the season where it is, I want to say like it's a grind, but it is a grind. You know, and so many other people do so many other things and have so much other more, maybe more uh, de- in-depth content. I don't want to waste your time. Like, you know, if I'm not giving you guys what you really, really want and need, you want to come here, I'll give you top of the iceberg. I'll tell you what I think, what I see, what's good, what's not good, etc. Shout out to all my dogs supporting me in the IDP army. That is Bomber. That is Mace. That is Billy. That is Joe. That is Josh. That's the whole freaking squad. Um, and that's all y'all too. So appreciate you being here. Um, all right. We got some positive feedback on the shorts. Appreciate it. Thumbnails, clever and eye catching bingo. That's what I'm looking for. And I'm trying to just like enhance them a little bit each time. Like I've noticed, I don't know if you notice, I mean, I look at these things. I'm always looking at stuff, you know, like I said, I'm thinking out here. Um, there's definitely some trends right now in thumbnails. There's uh, two different trends I've noticed. And I'm not like using them per se, but I'm like kind of, aware of them and trying to like put a little spin on them maybe you noticed that maybe you didn't in some of them uh anyway this isn't a content creation podcast that's for a different podcast stream in a different day <laughs> damn that's some high praise right there good stuff on here it's the only youtube channel i try to watch live appreciate that and i, I and i know i've been wondering a lot lately too i mean i was talking to my audience because i love y'all like the 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 live format is cool. It's like the easiest way for me to do this. Not that any of this is easy, but it's like this is the most seamless way for me to produce stuff. But I do know and I am aware that a highly produced video will do better numbers, help with the growth, reach, etc. So I'm going to be doing some more content that's a little bit more like that. Um, but I won't move away completely from the complete and total interaction with y'all, the, the the live stream to talk, especially in dynasty season where I think when we're coming up on slash we're already in um, trades are going to be a big conversation. Actually, it was a big trade conversation yesterday on Twitter. <clears throat> Luke Sawhook. Some people love him. Some people hate him. We love Luke Sawhook around here. Fellow Steelers fan. He traded away uh, Jonathan Taylor in Justin Fields for Damian Pierce like a week ago or something. And he just got obliterated for it on Twitter. And it's tough. You know, I don't like love that for him, but it's like I would have probably done my would have I would have probably traded away John Justin Fields. But you know, with the context of the league and the situation and his belief level in Damian Pierce, et cetera, et cetera, it's a dynasty trade. You know what I mean? Like if it helps his team, that's good. I know a lot of people, you know, and those are things we will discuss and I think is a good discussion to have is you know, not all trades are happen in a vacuum. Um if one week, two weeks around a trade or not where you decide if it's won or lost, especially in Dynasty. Everyone hit the like button, all caps. I really appreciate that, my, my guys and gals, my woes. Um, calls to action. I'm not always the best at it. Studies, tight end previous game. Check out the defense they will play next week. Red zone touches they've gotten so far. Importance they hold off. As example, mediocre receivers maybe, then go with your gut. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because it's like the perfect example of that this week was Harrison Bryant. The thing is I've played Harrison Bryant using that exact model many times, and I think he's caught a touchdown one other time for me. 
And like yesterday, like, like that's pretty much all he did, right? Was caught that touchdown. Um, you know, David and Joku. There's a target for you. If you want to go get somebody, go get David and Joku. Um, Deshaun Watson's going to be back eventually. Trade deadlines are coming in fantasy. Any strategy to take advantage of? Um, in Dynasty, I don't believe in trade deadlines. Personally, I do believe in holding your fucking league mates accountable to bullshit. Uh, if people are out there doing ignorant trades, just trying to blow up other teams, blah, blah. I think that's some bullshit, and I don't like that. Um, but I believe for the overall integrity of the league, you shouldn't play with people where that's going to be a problem. So I don't think trade deadlines should be a real thing because you can and should leverage the pressure of somebody trying to win, you know, in the playoffs to your advantage as a, someone outside looking in. Um, I don't want to take that away from the seven or six, seven, eight teams that aren't playing the playoffs. You know, then what's dynasty about? If you put it on pause, it's not dynasty. <clears throat> and as far as redraft leagues, I'm only in two redraft leagues this year and they're both my bash leagues. And they don't have trades. And I absolutely 100% am a huge advocate for that as a format. Fucking take trades out of your season-long leagues. They don't need to happen. All people do is spend weeks and weeks and weeks prepping for the draft, prepping for the draft, flexing their drafts. All right. Now let's see how your draft performs for the next 16 weeks instead of all this bullshit where it's like, oh, I, I got a message from a guy. I was in a league. I Anyway, I won't go to it. Seven minutes, he's like, oh, I'll trade you Mike Williams for uh, C.D. Lamb. I'm like, you can fuck right off. I'm not stupid. I know C.D. Lamb's going to be a lot better than Mike Williams. I know earlier on the season you're going to try to spin it a different type of way. But a person that's not good or new at fantasy that may be able to be suckered into that, just take trades out and let them ride with their teams. That's what I think. And that's a redraft take. That's a redraft take. I think you should have – it's management. Make the benches shorter. Make people have to flip out of their flip out of their benches you know what i mean make it four three four and everybody all people do is i mean look what we're doing right now this is a waiver wire show if you do trades and you have eight bench spots who the fuck are you picking up on your waiver wires people other people dropped okay let's just eliminate the whole trade process and let's just do that you know what i mean especially again if it's an, and this is season long well, yeah, it forces turnover. Again, it keeps the league active. Isn't that one thing people complain about all the time? Oh, this person's team's too good. They're not doing anything. They're just coasting. Oh, my team sucks. Nobody will make a move with me. If you force people to take players that are halfway decent off of their roster every week just to play somebody, there's a whole different level of strategy that kind of goes into that. And the draft actually does matter. It puts so much more emphasis on the draft. Again, go look. I mean, look at all these people out here complaining right now in fantasy land. They're the people that love to fucking jerk off about how great they are in the summertime. Oh, it's so hard. Everyone's so negative to me. Yeah, because they're calling you on your dumb shit. In June, July, and August, you get to hide behind your paper shield. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. If they don't even like it, just eliminate it. Just make it, just make it about just make it about the draft. Motherfucker, I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull up the BDGE just so you can see where some of these goofballs be in here. Some of these people that tell you how good they are at fantasy. It's so hard to find a, another one of these fantasy analysts or influencers on this list. You got to scroll down so fucking far. It's on site. I'm feeling it today. All right, let's get in the Discord. Let's go to the bottom and scroll up. I bet we'll see a lot of people going that direction. <laughs> All right, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up, y'all. Hopefully my uh, <laughs> people are leaving. Y'all watching? We got some of we got some of these uh, fantasy football influencers out here watching the stream low key. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Okie dokie. BDGE, here we go. Let's go to the leaderboard. Let's flex. Why not? Ain't nobody gonna do it for us. Ain't nobody gonna sing your praises for you. I learned that the hard way around here. Here we are. The Green Ranger, 13, 8 and 1. We were one of the one of the few delightfully undefeated, but we're not anymore. We're just a regular old human now. But you know what? That that's a good metamorphosis for my transformation into the White Ranger. Uh, you'll have to forgive some of the names in these leagues. Nick's audience does skew towards the frat boy crowd <laughs> pretty heavily. 
as indicated by many of the names you'll see for these teams. All right, let's see if we can find anybody in fantasy land that y'all know. No, don't see anybody in the top 30. Do you see any names that we know? Keep in mind, there's about 67, 60 influencers in here, 60 people that be writing and doing stuff. I don't see any of them in the top 50. Hmm, that's a real shame. I saw Rudman earlier when I was looking. I think he was like the highest. Okay, here's Pete Overset. He's outside the top 50. There's a name y'all know. He's 7-2. and two. That shows you how competitive the bash is, too. You can be 7-2, and two and you can be sitting well outside the top 50. That's why it's so amazing that we're doing so well. Here's Rudman, another guy you all probably know. These are my compatriots, the men and women I walk shoulder to shoulder and shoulder to shoulder into the timeline with every morning. <laughs> Guys, I'm so ate up. I'm sorry. Who else we got out here? I know Josh Norris was in the top 100 for a little while. Man, people are going to be mad if I keep scrolling down. Because if I stop at 117, you know, the person you're thinking about could be 118. You know, you just don't know. But if I scroll all the way to 600, you'll know. All right. This isn't even good content. Actually, it might be. I don't know. I honestly, like, have not seen anybody else. Granted, maybe they have goofy team names, but a lot of people just, like, have the team my name. Nope, there's Sal, 146. Hey, there's my other IDP Army team. See, we're in the top 150 with our second team, the team we don't even fucking pay attention to. There's old Dave Kluge. There's my buddy. Davey boy, how you doing, brother? 162. You got me beat right now. There's So here's where you get to, you know, there's a few people we know out here. There's Josh Norris. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Milfs and cookies. Now there's a team name. If you're just joining the stream, we're just scrolling through the bash leaderboard, just seeing where all of the influencers and analysts are. Getting down to that five and four area. Should be a lot of people floating around here. Man. There's Ray. No, they're not Ray. That's um Laquan. That's my brother. Come on, Laquan. Let's get it together, brother. Let's go. You got a couple of weeks. I want to see you in the bash. There's Davis Maddock. There's a name I know. Hmm. Any of y'all out there in the bash? It's nice not to have to scroll down to find your name, though. I will be honest. Like, it's so easy that my name's just like right here near the top. <laughs> All right, let's put it on blast. Who's at the bottom? Let's just get after it. Who's the biggest? <laughs> the media team at zero and nine. <laughs> Most of the BDG team down here looks perfect. Hey, Joe Rogan's in here. Dang. Ooh, don't love to see that for Roz or Rob. Another BDG media team. They just give themselves that name. Anywho. Yeah, we're doing all right. We're happy to be bashing. Let's take a look at the teams, how we did this week. Pretty pretty easy win this week. This is that league I was telling you all that I really need to, I got to push forward. This is the IDP Army team. <sighs> Man, Devontae Adams, I mean, had a good game, but ugh. Man, I wish he could get 57 yards every week. Like, look at this. This is the highest yard total of the season. I had such high hopes for him. I won't lie to you. All right, y'all. There's a couple of questions, and then I'm going to get out of here because I feel like I'm rambling. Uh, but I do enjoy the uh, I do enjoy the back and forth with everyone who does come to the streams. Uh, for those who are listening on the podcast, people do listen to the streams. They show up. You could be one of them. If you guys in the league had three quarterbacks, short bench would help a lot. Exactly. Like, just it, it forces turnover. It forces leagues to stay active. Going back to my kind of no trades uh, soapbox moment there. But I also, in reality, you all know the truth. I don't think that redraft is going to be around long, much longer. 
it's on the way out the door, kind of like single quarterback leagues are. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight or this week or whatever, but if you look at the time horizon of fantasy football, you know, and look at what's happening around you, redraft just is an antiquated system. Do you play in a lot of redraft leagues? Honestly, do you? No. I hate my short bench league. (laughs) I never want to let anyone go. That's the point. Again, it forces you. It forces people to actually have conviction, make decisions. You can't just put everyone on your team and be like, look at how good my team is. And then, you know, like I I know how fantasy football works at a cultural level. I'm in leagues. Like I know how people get. Like the guy who just said, someone has three quarterbacks in my league. They only start one. But guess what? Oh, if I keep Justin Fields and I keep Lamar Jackson, it's just like, what are we doing here? Are we playing fantasy football or are we being assholes? Bye weeks are shitty to have, hoping to get my player back after dropping. Yeah, but I mean, again, like somebody else, every other person in your league is in the exact same situation. So they're always, and it gives you a chance to play with different players too. And it makes you anchor on to the players that you do want to keep on your team. Like these, this is my nucleus. Like these four guys never get dropped, these six guys, you know, but everybody else, depending on how things are going, you have to play the league. You have to be involved. It's just a thesis statement. I'm sure everyone will hate it. The top team has to have a combination of wins and points. I'm not worried about the top team. I'm going to be the top team, okay? I keep saying this. Speaking it into existence, we are going to win the BDGE bash. Going to win it, okay? Number one, numero uno. I don't care what the parameters are for it. Whatever they are, we'll blow them out of the water. Let's get it. Okay. I lost Franklin to a short bench. Yeah, but don't, you know, don't don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. All right, I'm out of here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.